Hello, welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of the Conversation, we're going to talk with John Orr. He's an environmental health specialist with the Fairfax County Health Department Disease Carrying Insects Program, and we're going to talk mosquitoes and ticks. It's getting to be that season for these pesky little insects, so we want to hear how can we uh, hear, hear how we can avoid becoming mosquito meat this season. I always love saying that mosquito meat, so ugh, don't want to be there. So, John, thanks for being with us. Excited to be here. This is my first time doing a podcast. Oh so yeah, this will be fun. Well, I'm hoping so, and hopefully we can learn a lot about mosquitoes, and ticks, but also the the avoid part of it? How can we uh, avoid the mosquitoes in our yard and avoid getting bit by mosquitoes and what we can do to protect ourselves and our our pets from ticks as well? But first, part of the county conversation purpose, if you will, uh, is twofold, uh, education, but also to learn a little bit about county employees and show that we're just, you know, regular folks like anybody else. You work in the health department. How long have you been there and how did you get to the health department? So this is, I've been with the health department for seven years. Uh, this is my second career. I was actually a high school teacher for a number of years, oh, also in the county. Wow. Um, I, I don't think I ever really left teaching because a large sure. part of my job is still education and letting people know how they can sure. take care of mosquitoes and ticks. So I, I don't think I left the job, but my classroom just got a little bit bigger. Just a different format or style or whatever. Always interested in uh, in the health aspect or insects or, or, the, or the nature part of it, I guess? Yeah, as long as I can remember. Hmm. Um, my parents were pretty good about, you know, allowing me to play with insects oh, and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, catch turtles and frogs <laughs> and that sort of thing. So um, that definitely led me to where I am yeah. today. I've, I've got a great love of the uh, outdoors and, and living things. So uh, I enjoy my work with the health department because I get to work with mosquitoes and ticks and ecology and living mm-hmm. things, but I also get to help people out. And mm-hmm. so yeah. the combination of those two things is right. really nice. When we talk about mosquitoes and people hear the word mosquito, uh, you know, is it is the first word that comes to mind nuisance? I, th- I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and that is a lot of the focus, of course, with mosquitoes is, is getting bitten and uh, the diseases that they can transmit. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know that mosquitoes do serve some other roles in, in the ecosystem. You know, they, uh, they drink nectar from flowers, so they are pollinators, um, and they also are on the food chain. There's a lot of things that feed on mosquitoes. So um, there, there are a lot of mosquito species that do not even feed on people, um, and we have some in this county. Wow. So... People don't really think about yeah, those things yeah. as much, and, and I understand why. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're more focused on disease and staying healthy. Um, but there's a lot more going on there than right. a lot of people realize, right. probably. We've heard West Nile virus for several years, I guess now, and Zika, which I guess really came about, what, last year? Uh, right. Or, or that, we, that we heard, I mean, not came about, but we heard about it more prominently here in the United States. Are those the two things that we should really be concerned about when we're talking about mosquitoes or are there other um, uh, diseases or things that mosquitoes can carry that that maybe we just don't hear about? There there are other things. Um, certainly 
heartworm for your pets is another big one that oh. a lot of people don't think about. No, yeah. um, but West Nile virus is still the main concern, mosquito-borne disease for our area. There is a lot of international travel in the Fairfax County area, so we do have travel-related cases of other mosquito-borne diseases, mm. dengue, malaria, that sort of thing. Wow. And, you know, one of our concerns, of course, is always someone bringing something back from, from another place and, and the possibility of local transmission. Mm. That's what we were really concerned about with Zika right. last year. Uh, fortunately, we didn't have any local transmission in our area. There were a number of people who came back to Virginia with travel-related cases of Zika. Mm. And most of those travel-related cases were in the Northern Virginia region. If you, if you think about our area, you know how much travel, right, right. international travel there is here. Um, and, and fortunately, none, none of those individuals uh, passed Zika virus onto our local mosquitoes and onto, and onto other people. So all the Zika that we saw in Virginia was travel-related. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's great news. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to figure out in my mind which way I want to go first, talk about Zika and West Nile first or talk about the mosquitoes and how to avoid getting there. And I'm thinking let's talk about mosquitoes and how to avoid getting bit, what we can do, stuff like that. So when we're talking about mosquitoes, and, and I want to make sure we leave time at the toward the end of the program as well to talk ticks too, but specifically mosquitoes, are there tips, suggestions from the health department on what we can do to uh, avoid these pesky little bloodsuckers this coming uh uh, summer when when the weather gets warm and we get more into the mosquito season. Sure. So um, we are actually into mosquito season mm -hmm. a little bit, okay, not right. not as much as we will be later this year. But but the mosquitoes are flying. We've been trapping mosquitoes for a couple of weeks now. Um, there are a number of things that you can do to to keep from getting bitten. Repellent is is a big one. There are basically four repellents that are recommended that have very that are very effective at keeping mosquitoes from feeding on you. They're DEET, IR3535, oil of lemon, eucalyptus, and picaridin. All four of those are very effective at keeping mosquitoes from feeding on you. A lot of times you can also keep the mosquitoes off you by just putting up a physical barrier. If you have long sleeves on, if, mm. if, if you're covering your skin, okay. um, you're, you're less likely to get fed on. Most people in our, our area are actually breeding mosquitoes right around the yard what? and may not even realize it, okay. believe it or not. Wow. Uh, we have a mosquito in this area. It's called the Asian tiger mosquito. Um, I don't know if you've paid attention to the mosquitoes that you see or if you're just busy swatting them. Right. But we have these little – they're little black and white mosquitoes, little white stripes on the legs. They're extremely, extremely aggressive mosquitoes, daytime biting mosquitoes. So if you're, if you're getting bitten during the daytime, it's probably this Asian tiger mosquito. And one of the things that makes it so difficult to deal with in our area is that this mosquito – breeds in small containers of water. So it's it's not in the ponds, it's not in the mm. the swamps. They prefer to put their eggs in places like little cups of water or maybe you have some potted plants in the yard right. that have a little dish underneath yeah, them with yeah, some yeah. water yeah. in it or if you have a rain barrel or a recycling bin that you haven't taken out in a few oh. weeks, just the little bit of rainwater that collect in those places is enough 
to breed Asian tiger mosquitoes. Uh-huh. One one thing that we see a lot are a lot of people have those black corrugated downspout extensions mm-hmm. that you know carry the water away from the house so mm-hmm. that your basement doesn't flood. Those typically hold a little bit of water in them. Um, they're they're typically not draining out completely. And believe it or not, just a little pocket of water mm. um, is enough that you can have a real Asian tiger mosquito problem. The good news for that mosquito, and, and the reason I'm focusing in on this mosquito so much is probably well over 90% of our complaints are are because of this mosquito. Wow. It's, it's a very aggressive okay. daytime biting mosquito. But one one of the nice things about this mosquito is it doesn't really fly far away from its breeding site. So we like to say if you're mm. feeding them, you're breeding them, okay? If you're getting killed by mosquitoes in your yard, Asian tiger mosquitoes, chances are it's something very nearby wow. that's producing those mosquitoes. So keep keep your eyes open for, for little things, um, tires. If you have tires, they never empty out all the, the water out of them. They are— You know, I've heard this before, and I always ask, who in the world has tires in their yard? You'd be surprised. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Interesting. But but you know it it can be it can be just about anything. Even even a tarp over a wood pile if it wow. has a little indentation yeah. in it, holding a little bit so of water. So very little water. Very small amounts of water. So yes. what should we do then? I mean, we can't get rid of our flower pots and our tarp no. tarps and that thing. So here's what happens: is mosquitoes. It generally takes them at least seven days to go through the aquatic part of their life cycle. Hmm. Mosquitoes, you know, they start as eggs. Um, the eggs develop into hatch, and you have larvae, and then there's a pupal phase, all before they become adults. They're not feeding on people until they become adults. Mm. So it takes about a week to get, at least, to get through that aquatic part of their life cycle. And that's the easiest time to control them is before they're biting. Probably the best thing you can do is if you're just going around the yard once a week, you know, toss out any water you see, turn things over, tip and toss. Um, if you're doing that consistently every week, that will really, really okay. take care of the Asian So when you're mosquitoes. out in your yard, the once a week you maybe got to cut the grass or you're working in the garden, just add, you know, five, ten minutes and walk around, tip and toss. Tip and toss, drain the bird bath and refill it. Sure. That's all, all those things. Okay. So even like stagnant water in the bird bath is, you know, we ought to refresh it not only for the birds but also just to wash out anything Keep the that mosquito may be in larvae there. Out. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. We're talking with John Orr. He's an environmental health specialist with Fairfax County's Health Department. He's in the Disease Carrying Insects program, so he definitely knows his stuff about mosquitoes and ticks and we're talking about how to avoid getting bit. So we've talked about tipping and tossing and uh, like long sleeve shirts, loose fitting clothing. We've talked about the insect repellent. I can't remember all four of them, but you mentioned I, I remember oil of lemon eucalyptus and DEET and Picaridin and, and IR 3535. Okay. And these are all safe and effective? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you look at the American Academy of Pediatrics, they say that DEET is okay to use in children over two months of age. Wow. So you know, if if you have kids that are younger than that, one of the best things you can do if if you're concerned about mosquitoes is just by covering, putting a light blanket or something over the the baby stroller when you take them outside. Um, and of course, any time that you're applying repellent to kids, be 
be careful. Um, it's best for an adult to do that. Spray it onto your hands and then apply it specifically mm, to them. Right. Uh, keep it off. If your kids like my kids, keep keep the uh, deed off their hands because hands the hands the are mouth. in the mouth all the time. <laughs> That's sense. right. Makes sense. You've hit on Asian tiger mosquito, the the really pesky one that's during the daytime. Are there nighttime mosquitoes? Sure. So so most of the mosquitoes we have are more active at nighttime or or around dawn and dusk. Um, if you're if you're getting bitten by the during the daytime, it's usually that Asian tiger mosquito. But but most of our other mosquitoes prefer to feed. In, in the evening okay. or early morning hours. Okay. And when the, will the tipping and tossing and all these other things that you're recommending uh, help with these dusk, dawn, nighttime mosquitoes sure. as well? Sure. So they're, they're, even though the Asian tiger mosquito is the main one that we think of when we're, we're talking about containers, there are other mosquitoes that can breed right around the home in containers. Um, we do oftentimes get phone calls from people about stormwater ponds or, mm-hmm. or other structures that hold water in the community because they're concerned about mosquitoes. Um, and we, we do actually check the county-owned stormwater facilities a, a few times a year to make sure that they're not breeding mosquitoes. But um, if you have a concern about something in your neighborhood, uh, we're happy to take a look at it. But we will also probably follow up and want to take a look around your yard and see if we can't mm. help you with any anything you may be dealing with right. there. How, how can folks contact the health department? Is there a telephone number? Is there a website for more information? Sure. So for, for my program specifically, the Disease Carrying Insects program, our phone number is 703-246-8931. You can also email us at fightthebite at fairfaxcounty.gov. And our website is www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash fight the bite. Interesting. Fight the bite. I like fight that. Fight the bite. Yeah. All right. So good resource there. Take a, take advantage of that. Talking with John Orr with uh, Fairfax County Health Department's Disease Carrying Insects Program. And I want to make sure that we uh, talk ticks a little bit and then kind of at the end we'll let, let you kind of wrap it up with final advice on mosquitoes and ticks, et cetera. But uh, are ticks and mosquitoes... Um, I don't know how to ask this. Are they as both as common and both cause same type of problems, or are there different types of issues with mosquitoes and ticks? Sure. So that's that's a good question. Um, ticks, we do have a lot more tick-borne disease in this area than, than mosquito-borne hmm. disease. Believe it or not, we have about 200 cases of Lyme disease reported in the county every year. Hmm. And some of the work that's done by the CDC suggests that the actual number of cases is probably much higher. We're mm-hmm. maybe catching a tenth of the cases. Right. There, there's a lot of people walking around who may not even know that they're sick or that mm-hmm. they're, in, they're infected. So we know we have Lyme disease here, um, and it, it is the main vector-borne disease in our area. Okay, okay. How do I, how, how can I see a tick? How do I know there's a tick? How do I know if I have a problem? And, and ask this in two-part question. Are there things I should look for in my yard or in my environment and then like on me? Sure. No, that's, that's a good question. Um, in your yard or environment, generally we don't see a lot of ticks in mowed grass type of situations. Oh, okay. Now, if you have taller grass, 
Um, if you have areas where there's leaf litter on the ground, uh, a lot of homes that back up to parks or forested right, right, areas, right. Those, are, those are areas that are more likely to have ticks in them. Ticks are very susceptible to desiccation, to drying out. So if you deny them the opportunity to go back down into the grass or go back down into the leaf litter and rehydrate, then they aren't going to persist for very long in the environment. So keeping the grass trimmed and cut short or, you know, if you have areas that are covered in concrete or, or gravel or what, right. those, those are places where you're much less likely to see ticks. Okay. Can you, and then, can, well, let me, let me ask this. Can, sure. you, can you treat those areas with anything? Sure. Sure. Yes. And, and there's, there's a number of things that you can use that you can spray that will, will kill ticks. Um, keep in mind that in anything that you're using to spray to, to kill ticks will also kill other things, uh, other insects, including insects that could potentially be beneficial. Oh, okay. So sa- same thing for mosquitoes. If, if you're going to spray um, a product that will kill adult mosquitoes, and a lot of times people will do a barrier spray mm-hmm. application mm-hmm. where they're spraying around the, the resting places in the yard, um, the, the shaded areas, bushes, and that sort of thing. Um, you want to make sure you avoid the flowers because mm. we don't want to kill right, the bees right, and the right, butterflies. Right. Um, stick, stick to the foliage and, and places where you're more likely to see resting mosquitoes okay. or, or the areas where okay. you're more likely to see ticks. All right. So now uh, me, my body, tick. Um, things I should look out for, which, I, you know. That's a tricky one. Okay. Um, and these these things have not survived for millions of years by being obvious. They, they, are, they are sneaky. Um, it's easy for them to feed and stay attached for, for days and mm. without, without someone even noticing that they're, they're on you. If, if you're like me, I'm covered in little brown spots anyways, little freckles, and I'm not going to notice one, little, one more little right. brown spot on me. Um, a lot of times people uh, bring ticks into us and ask us to identify them. We can let you know what type of tick wow. you have and what that tick could possibly transmit. Um, we don't uh, do any tick testing for the public, but we're happy to let you know what type of tick it is. Hmm. And um, oftentimes when people bring those ticks in, the ticks are engorged. They've been feeding for a while. Oh, wow. And and that's because they're easy to miss. And, and a lot of times people don't notice that they have a tick on them until maybe it starts to itch a little bit or after it's been feeding, it gets engorged right. and it's larger. One of the things that the Centers for Disease Control are really pushing more and more is that when you've been out in tick habitat, when you've been outside, you've been out in the woods or, um, or in, in the garden, uh, depending on where you live, that you come inside or bring your kids inside and and get in the bath, get in get in the shower. Oh. If you you know get your kids clothes off, that gives you a chance to check everywhere really well and make sure that they don't have any ticks attached to them. Um, the quicker you get those ticks off, the less likely there is that some sort of transmission is mm. going to take place. So um, that's one of the big preventive. So steps. is so is it. In the shower, is it the water running over your body, or is it the hot water, or is it is it combination of that before yeah, the, they get the, a chance to? The water of... running over you is not going to take off an attached tick, gotcha. but if they're still, they don't they don't, you know, attach and feed right away like a mosquito will okay. land on you and immediately start gotcha. feeding. So so for a tick, if it's still crawling on you but hasn't attached yet, then 
you know, scrubbing and getting under right. the water, that, that can be enough to get it off you. Um, also, getting the clothes off and throwing them in, in the laundry oh, cycle yeah. will, you know, people oftentimes bring ticks in on their clothing. Wow. Um, but if it's, if it's attached, it's not going to come off just with, with the shower. But it, but it gives you a chance to, to check yourself, check with your eyes, you check with your fingers too. You might want to feel for a little bump. Um, and that'll that'll help you find those okay. ticks. Only about a minute or two left, John. If if we do find a tick, and we can't wash it off, brush it off, it's attached. Uh, what do we do? How do we get rid of it? What's our what's our steps then? Good question. So there's there's more information about that on our website. Okay. If, if your listeners want to take a look at that, the best thing to do. You you hear a lot of stories. I remember growing up, people were always talking about lighting matches and blowing. <laughs> it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't that do that. It might lead to some other health issues. <laughs> it could lead to a lot of other health issues, right? So, but if you get some some tweezers or forceps, uh, grab the tick as close to your skin as you can. You want to get it by the mouth parts because they do attach so strongly that it's easy to accidentally pull a tick off and leave the mouth parts behind. Ooh, so, so grab it as close to your skin as you can and pull upward with steady, even pressure and the tick will, will let go. Mm, okay. You mentioned the website. Can you repeat the website, telephone number, that kind of stuff? Again? Sure. So the website is www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash fight the bite. Our phone number is 703-246-8931. We do still make house calls, so if you're having a mosquito problem at your place, uh, we'd like to come out and help you out and wow. maybe give you some pointers and things that that you can do if you can't figure out uh, what what the problem is wow. on your own. We're happy to help you out, folks. That's a that's a bonus right there. Just uh, who makes house calls nowadays? Yeah, so that's <laughs> awesome. So put them put them to put your guys to work. Take advantage of it. Yeah. So uh, FairfaxCounty.gov/slash/fight-the-bite or seven zero three two four six eight nine three one. Correct. Telephone number. Correct. Final couple of seconds, John. Anything I haven't asked? Any final advice as we're talking uh, mosquitoes and ticks and and how our listeners can can stay safe uh, the, over the next several months and summer, et cetera? Well, you know, keep safe. Keep checking for ticks when you've been outside. Um, Wear your repellent. It it really is. This is Lyme Disease Awareness Month right now, and we typically see a little spike in our Lyme disease cases um, following May and June. This is when a lot of people are getting the the deer tick nymphs attached to them, and those are the ones that are responsible for most of the Lyme disease cases in our area. So be vigilant. Do those tick checks. Wear your repellent, and if you find a tick attached, uh, remove it, bring it into us, and we can we can talk. Wow. So. Uh Great advice. Again, you can take your tick to the health department or you can get the health department to come out to you, not for tick removal, but to kind of maybe analyze your yard and, you know, uh, offer some advice and those kind of things. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more we could uh, talk about, uh, but again, we're out of time. If you have any more questions, need more information, call 703-246-8931 or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash fight the bite. That's fairfaxcounty.gov slash fight the bite. John, thanks so much for being with us and sharing all this great information. 
My pleasure. Absolutely. Glad to, glad to have you. Good info. John Orr with uh, Fairfax County Health Department's Disease Carrying Insects Program. I want to thank uh, him again for being here, and thanks to you for listening. Do us a quick favor. Be sure to uh, like this podcast wherever you're listening, and also share it with uh, family or friends. Uh, we'd love for more folks to be able to get this information. And if you need more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news. Or you could call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks again for joining us on this edition of the County Conversation, produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.